Looking at our world from a theological perspective, this is the Theology Central Podcast, making Theology Central. Good evening, everyone. It is Thursday, June the 9th, 2022. It is currently 6.28 p.m. Central Time, and I'm coming to you live from Abilene, Texas. I I guess a theme is emerging Another update. I, I, I The last live broadcast, I gave you a, a podcast update about some things that are going to be going away and how we're trying to kind of merge certain content together to try to make everything make more sense and to make it more manageable for me and to save us a little bit of money. So we gave, we gave that update. And as soon as I got done with that live broadcast, I got another update. I got another update. And here's what I can tell you. We have found the book. The book has been found. The book has been discovered. You can stop your searching. You probably weren't even trying to search. You probably weren't even looking. You probably didn't even care. But I can tell you the book has been found. A listener has found it and just posted the information, and I am very grateful that they did. I didn't. I was worried that nobody was going to give us an update because it probably was. It's probably not a subject that most people care that much about. But again, once again, uh, it's one of those situations where I think something is important. Sometimes not all the listeners agree with me, but I do think this is important to try to figure out what's going on. So before we get to the update, we got to go back to the original information. All right. So if you remember, I don't, I don't even, where was I? I think it was at, I, I think it was the Gospel Coalition page. I was on some page and they had a thing called Around the Web and they had these different articles and I saw one about the Apocryphal Gospels and I'm like, wait, what is the, the Apocryphal Gospels? That sounds interesting. So I clicked on it and it took me to the Wall Street Journal and I was like, wait, the Wall Street Journal doing an article about the Apocryphal Gospels? This looks interesting, and let me remind you of what we discovered. At the Wall Street Journal, published on June the 6th, 2022, at 6.59 p.m. Central Time, they posted an article entitled, The Apocryphal Gospels Review, Good News and Fake News. The Apocryphal Gospels Review, Good News and Fake News. Now, when you the section that it's in, in the the Wall Street Journal, is in Book and Arts, Books, bookshelf. So this is, they're doing a review, it appeared to me, about some book dealing with the apocryphal gospels. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. The Wall Street Journal is going to dedicate a review of a book to a book about the apocryphal gospels. It just seemed like a weird place to see this. You think it would be a a theology blog or a theology or a Christian website, but it was the Wall Street Journal saying, hey, we did a review about a book in regards to the apocryphal gospels. What's going on? Well, under that headline, remember we read these words, reading the non-canonical accounts of Jesus gives us some idea of why Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John get all the attention. So they're they're making a claim. Hey, if you read the non-canonical gospels, if you read the apocryphal gospels, you'll you'll, you'll understand why everyone pays attention to Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John and may not pay attention to what is known as the apocryphal gospels. So then, so, so, so what do they know? What's going on? So then we started reading the article and we found this. In December 1945, Muhammad Ali, Muhammad Ali, okay, 
Muhammad Ali, you're talking about the, the boxer? No, Muhammad Ali, not the boxer, but a peasant farmer from Nag Hammadi, a town of Upper Egypt, uncovered an ancient earthenware jar. Muhammad and his brothers broke it open and found books, 13 in all, among them more than 50 ancient Christian texts. The circumstances of the discovery have long been debated. The books may not have come from a jar after all, but no one disputes that he had made one of the greatest archaeological finds in the modern era. The cache of Christian texts came to be known as the Gnostic Gospels. Some may refer to as the Apocryphal Gospels or the Gnostic Gospels. Apocryphal meaning in a sense that these are not part of what we would call the canonical gospels. They're not canonical. They're not part of the canon. They are a part of the apocrypha, all right? They go, they go on to say, the discovery upended the world of biblical scholarship. The new text generated an insatiable interest in the so-called apocryphal gospels, the ones not included in our Bibles. And, and as we were reading, I was like, okay, I need to know more, but no, you couldn't know more unless you hit the subscribe button and subscribe to the Wall Street Journal. Well, I have no desire to to subscribe to the Wall Street Journal so that I can read one article related to something to the Bible, theology, church history, and biblical scholarship. It just seems like a waste of money to subscribe. So I'm like, hey, does anyone know what what are they refer- what book are they referring to? I didn't want anyone to give me any kind of copyrighted content or to cut and paste anything. I just wanted clearly they're talking about a book, right? Because it's a review. So what book are they reviewing? And the reason we were asking these questions is because is there some new book getting ready to come out dealing with the Gnostic Gospels or the Apocryphal Gospels that's going to be create some controversy, create some buzz that everyone in the culture is going to be talking about. We need to be in front of it. I'd I'd rather be proactive than reactive. I watched the church ignore. I mean, I tried to tell everyone the Da Vinci Code, the Da Vinci Code, the Da Vinci Code. Everyone ignored me, said, "Ah, whatever, nobody cares. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody cares. Yeah, Yeah, y'all were all right on that one. No, everyone ended up caring. And then the church had to be reactive and they could have been proactive and we could have been like, look, here's this book. It makes these historical claims. These claims are not true. Here's what's true. We could have been so far ahead ahead of that, but the church, as always, reacts. It's always a couple of years behind and, well... I thought, well, we've got to figure out what's going on. So there was the Wall Street Journal. Well, then today, someone sent me um, a something from Twitter from Mike Kruger, K-R-U-G-E-R. And then it says this. This is the, the uh, tweet that was sent out on uh, June the 7th, 2022. Should people read apocryphal gospels? Absolutely In my Wall Street Journal review of Simon Gaither Cole's latest book, Gaither Cole, G-A-T-H-E-R-C-O-L-E, Gaither Cole, latest book, I argue this is precisely what is missing, all right? So Simon Gaither Cole has written a book, okay, what, what, what? What book has he written? And it deals with the apocryphal gospels and well, people should saying that people should read them. All right, so we got to figure out what's going on. Well, underneath it, there's a link and you click on it and 
it takes me to Amazon.com. Oh, boy. And there it is, Simon Gaithercole. No, uh, Gather, I think I said Gather Cole. Gather Cole, I think is the correct way to say it. And this is a number one bestseller in Israel and Palestine history. Oh, that's that's interesting. It's called the Apocryphal Gospels, Penguin Classics, paperback, May the tenth, twenty twenty two. It's nine dollars and ninety nine cents for the Kindle, eighteen dollars and thirty two cents for the paperback, and this is what it says. A new translation of the oldest non-canonical Christian Gospels, including the Gospel of Thomas, the Gospel of Mary, and the Gospel of Judas. Remember whenever that was the rage? Well, the Gospel of Thomas was a rage for a while as well. Um, And this is their description. In the early years of Christianity, several groups produced hidden or apocryphal Gospels alternative versions of the story of Christ. Sometimes these texts complemented the four canonical gospels. Sometimes they subverted them, and often they were completely different. We hear the young Jesus making live birds from clay, words of wisdom collected by his disciples, details of his trial, Gnostic cosmologies, Strange angels and the harrowing, uh, the harrowing of hell, often kept secret by their readers and frequently attacked by their detractors, these gospels shine a fascinating light on the early Christian church and its surprising manifestations. 480 pages. So what this appears to be is a new translation of the Apocryphal Gospels or the Gnostic Gospels. That's what this appears to be. Now, it's already a number one bestseller. It's in a specific category, though. So let's, we got to not get this, we don't want to jump to any crazy conclusions here. It's number one in the category of Israel and Palestine history. That's not a massive category, right? So this is not like everyone's running out buying the book. But what happens if the book reaches any, there's probably a threshold. I don't know what the threshold is. If it can get past that threshold, boom, generate enough discussion, then you'll get possibly those those typical specials that come out around, usually somewhere around Easter on the Discovery Channel or whatever. And Discovery Channel has Discovery Plus streaming service. So they're going to be looking for content. Hey, let's do some, you know, Let's do a series on the apocryphal gospels, the Gnostic gospels, the gospels that they did not, the church did did not want you to read, the the gospels that hide the true Jesus, you know, whatever those sensational kind of documentaries that people are like, yeah, that's the true, the canonical gospels that's in the canon, those are not true. It's the apocryphal gospels. Those are the ones you should read. So we need to at least be aware that there is a new translation of the apocryphal gospels that is now available for the low, low price of $9.99 for your Kindle or the Kindle app, which you can put on any device. Should you read them? Here's what I would say. You should be aware of them. You should be aware of maybe when they were written, okay, how far they were removed from the writing, like in dating, like, okay, Try to figure out the basic, you know, a conservative date for Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and then contrast that with the dating of the Gnostic Gospels. 
and just try to see. And then how many manuscripts are there of these gospels? How much do they have? You, you, I think it won't take you long to go, I don't know if we should even trust any of these Gnostic gospels or the apocryphal gospels, but at least be aware of it. Now, we talked a little bit about the apocryphal gospels and the Gnostic gospels in, in the first episode, but I want, we wanted to track down the book. And so here it is. Again, it's called the apocryphal gospels. It's a penguin classics it is a new translation of the oldest non-canonical Christian Gospels. Again, Gnostic Gospels or the Apocryphal Gospels. The translation, I guess, was done by Simon Gaithercole. I'm hoping I'm saying his name right. Uh, Gaithercole. And uh, he's the editor, translator, and I guess maybe he wrote the introduction, I guess. Um, and uh, they don't give us a lot of, I don't even think they let you see inside of it. Nope, they don't have one of those previews here. But uh, you can... Uh, you can see what, uh, what you know, a, a little bit about Simon uh, Gaither Cole. He received a double first in classics and theology at Cambridge and studied further at the Jewish Theological Seminary in New Yorkland, uh, and then it goes some other places that he had done. He has written several books on the New Testament apocryphal Christian literature, so it seems like his area of study has been the apocryphal Christian literature, and these would be the gospel, the apocryphal gospels, or again, the Gnostic gospels. The reason we say Gnostic is clearly they come from a Gnostic perspective, a Gnostic theology. And we know that Gnostic theology is, well, completely abhorrent and abhorrent and deviant from biblical Christianity. And this is very important to know that first John, I think should be interpreted as a polemic against Gnosticism. I know everyone reads it as no first John is a test book to see if you're really saved. No first John was a, if you're going to make it a test book, it was against Gnosticism. It was a polemic about, no, you can't, that that's not consistent with Gnosticism. If you do this or this, that's that's inconsistent with biblical Christianity, and that's more consistent with Gnosticism. Even the term and the, the reference to Antichrist is a reference to Gnostic leaders at the time. And there's some traditions of of well, John and some of the Gnostic leaders and and conflict and things. But we, we won't go into well, we did a series on First John. You can listen to that where I I interpret First John as a polemic against Gnosticism, which goes against typically the way it's taught in most evangelical churches, which I think they completely miss the point. But that's a whole separate discussion. The bottom line is, I wanted to turn on the microphone and say we found the book. It's called the Apocryphal Gospels by Simon Gaithercole, and I'm going to do it right here. I'm going to add it to the Theology Central Book Club. It's just been added. So if you're a part of the Theology Central Book Club, you'll get a notification and you can, uh, you can, you can, you can read it. And if you have any questions about the apocryphal gospels, the Gnostic gospels, Gnosticism, let me know, and then we can do some special episodes addressing some of those issues. Our first John series addresses a lot of the Gnostic issues um, and how the New Testament writers were trying to combat Gnosticism. So these are the Gospels that were being, that came out from, we came basically from the influence of Gnosticism, kind of giving you, if you think about it, a Gnostic a Gnostic understanding of Jesus versus a canonical understanding of Jesus. Right? So you had the, the Jesus of the canonical Gospels, you had the Jesus of the Gnostic Gospels, you had two competing narratives and stories of Jesus, but the Gnostic ones come much later, and well, you 
you can now again if you go with Dan Brown and Da Vinci Code and a lot of those you know uh, conspiratorial ideas the the Gnostic Jesus is the real one and the canonical one is the fake one and the church uh, suppressed the real Jesus to give them the give you the fake Jesus so yeah you, you you've probably heard all of those theories but there is the book the apocryphal gospels by Simon Gaither Cole and uh, well. You, you, it's now available, and uh, there it is. We, and it's and just remember, all it is, all it is, is a new translation of the apocryphal gospels. It's not a book about them; it's a new translation of them. So it may be something you would like to have for research in case you ever run into someone making some claim about the Gnostic gospels. You can just say, "Well, let me grab a copy." And hey, this is exactly what the Gnostic gospel says. I have it right here. It's always good to have that resource available and uh, aware of it. So there we have. We found it. We tracked it down. If you need more information, email me, newsif at yahoo.com, newsif at yahoo.com. And, uh, well, we'll be back with some more broadcasts at a later time. But we had to bring that update in thanks to the listener who found it. And uh, hopefully that now concludes that little discussion and we'll – We'll we'll branch this out and cover related topics as needed moving forward. All right, thanks for listening. Everyone have a great day. God bless.